Sharayim Tov, we continue our third installment of the Sefer Bayam Darkecha, and we're talking about Onek Shabbos. And we're talking about how the Neshama is capable of feeling the presence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and to see the entire world through the lens that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the whole reality and there is no other reality. And that brings a tremendous amount of tranquility to a Jew, and this is capable to be done on Shabbos. So we're now on page Lamed, subsection Vav, which is called Ha'oneg, the pleasure. So the Tzaddik explains that this feeling and this comprehension that the Neshama is able to recognize the divine truth that we've been talking about, that is the essence of Oneg, of this delight. That's what the neshama needs. And that's what the neshama is searching all its time. To achieve and to recognize and to cling with the divine light. The light of life and the source of its life. A soul is looking for its source. And therefore Shabbos is a delight. Because on Shabbos the neshama receives this very polished, refined light. Because all the... Uh, things that are obscuring that are gone. Sometimes you have a light, but there's clouds in the way. But now all the clouds are put away. And that brings a person to tranquility and a wondrous delight from the light of faith that this divine light reveals and clarifies. There is no other reality but Hashem. And it delights from this that it merits to feel our Father in heaven and to live with Him all this time. Because that is the only pleasure of the soul. That's all it really wants, is to feel that closeness to Hashem, because that's the source of its existence. In subcategory Zion, he therefore says, Ikar ha'avoda b'Shabbos, dveikos ubitol. The main service of Hashabbos is to have what? Clinging to Hashem and self-nullifying oneself. He explains, since the essence of Shabbos is the essence of revealing Hashem in the creation, so the main practical service of Shabbos to merit is to merit to receive that revelation and to enter more and more into this dve, true dveikas with Hashem through the clear emuna of Hashem's existence and the unification of the world around him. In footnote 14, Yudaldi says, and this Dveikus has to be so strong, a person has to be clinging to Hashem so much that even in times of difficulty and where his life seems to be dried out, a person still remains clinging to Hashem. And he reaches a level that any situation in life that Hashem takes him to, he will remain attached to Hashem. As the Pasuk in Eeyam says, Hen Yaktileni, even if Hashem will kill me, lo ayachel, I will put my hope in Hashem. And therefore, Hashem creates and makes different feelings of a person. Sometimes even on Shabbos, a person doesn't feel the light. Why would Hashem do that? After all, it's a day of light, but sometimes Hashem won't let you feel it. And the goal is for a person to get into the deepest level of dveikus. We call this dveikus be'etzim. Essential dveikus, meaning a love that doesn't depend on anything. 
to such a point where a person can say, I am so attached to Hashem and the reality that's so true and it's the whole reality and there's nothing outside of that reality. And I love Hashem with all my heart and that's true whether I feel this or I don't. That's the deepest way. Sometimes we know there's stories of the Baal Shem Tov where he just didn't feel anything. He was in a place for Shabbos where there was nothing to feel. And that's where he can reach the deepest, most essential dvekus. The deepest clinging is when you still feel that you're attached to Hashem even when you don't feel you're attached to Hashem. Even when the light's not shining, you feel completely attached to Hashem. And this is what we want to accomplish on Shabbos. And on a deeper level, the text continues, from the power of the true light that there's nothing else but Hashem that illuminates on the Shabbos, a person can merit to reach levels of Beetle, which is the perfection of Dvekus. And this level of Beetle is not only that a person feels Hashem is there and he's connected to him, but he feels so strongly that Hashem exists until he only feels Hashem. Means he doesn't even feel that he exists before Hashem. And that all is incorporated in this love that he has. If you're so connected that you don't even realize you exist. And we understand this because we know a loving mother, a child, God forbid, a car is going to run the kid over. What does the mother do? The mother pushes the kid away, absorbs the blow and dies. What about, don't you exist? No, I love the child so much. I don't even think about my existence. And that's what footnote Tesvav says. And the truth is this nullification is part of the inner delight of Shabbos. Because someone who merits Beetle, he has the true delight in a wondrous way. And this is something that we have discussed in other Sforim in the main Beyam Darkecha Sefer that we learned uh, a year or two ago. And that's what we're trying to reach, although it may be to a secular mind very counterintuitive. If I don't exist, how can I enjoy this? But you are overcome by the love and the connection of Hashem. Where you so connect to Hashem, you don't even feel you exist. And this is what we say, the Avoda Lamaisa, the practical application, is to invest in service of Tveikus and Beetle to be attached to Hashem with your whole heart. And how? How do you attach? By learning Torah, by praying, singing songs, saying praises. Think about Hashem. Uh, um, and the, think of the light that's being revealed and the Shekhinah that's being revealed. And to feel it, what is it all about? It's all not about me. It's all about seeking Hashem. And that I am just doing things to make that reality happen. It's not that I'm looking for my own covet and my own pleasures. This is the primary internal avoda of Shabbos. And to that, the lights of Shabbos are directed to that. To elevate a person with emuna in Hashem and clinging to Hashem. Now, in the second gate... This idea will be developed much more and will, they will explain how in practice you will merit this. Okay. In a PS footnote, um, 
to footnote uh, Tezayin. He says, even though the main part of Shabbos is Dvekus, and that's the inner aspect of the mitzvah in the Aseris Adibros of Zohar Es Yom HaShabbos Lakatsho. Remember the Shabbos to sanctify it. What is it we have to remember? What's to remember? Every seventh day is Shabbos. The deeper shot is to remember the light and the holiness of Shabbos. To remember Hashem the whole time and cling and nullify yourself to it. So it's not to remember that this week, Saturday, is going to be Shabbos. But it's to remember the Shabbos itself on Shabbos. The goal of Shabbos on Shabbos. That's what you're trying to remember. And then he says, still in all, you have to be careful of too much light and only to get the light according to what you're able to handle. And the simon, the sign to know if you're doing things properly is if you really feel simcha in what you're doing. If you're happy with your Shabbos. If you're feeling a yearning for it in a simcha, that's a sign that you're doing things appropriate for your level. And even if it's going to be difficult sometimes, you can overcome it and exercise all your efforts, but that's something you really like. Sometimes a lot of things you like, you'll make a lot of effort for it. But beware, if you don't have simcha and pleasure while you're doing these operations, but you're doing it as you feel you must, and everything's done with a pressure and sadness, oh, I hope I'm doing this right, I don't really know what I'm doing, and I'm all nervous and anxious about this, but I have to do it, that shows you're not on that level. And in such a situation, a person should only do a little bit, look what he says, a minute or two to arouse this cheshek, this desire in the future, but not more. And therefore, don't overdo it. Don't say the whole Shabbos, I got to be thinking about Hashem and then I'm anxious about it, then I'm paranoid about it and I feel guilty, I'm not feeling this way. If you're, if you're starting out, one minute of total focus on Hashem and trying to love it. It could be during davening. It could be any time. And then you increase minute by minute by minute of what the Shabbos is actually all about. Let's continue subsection Ches on page Lamed Base. It's called Shabbos Menucha. Shabbos of Menucha. And this is the true Menucha on Shabbos. As we say at Mincha, Yakiru vanecha v'yedu. Let your children recognize and know ki hi menucha sam that their menucha comes from you. Va'al menucha sam yaktishu eshmecha. And through their menucha, our menucha, your name is sanctified. Wow, because that's coming towards the end of Shabbos. Because menucha is not just an external reality of rest, but it really is an inner menucha, a menucha of the soul that believes and trusts and the, 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 uh, the, the love of the heart that loves and clings and the person's feeling fortunate that he merited to nullify himself to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's what it brings to Rankle. I'm not, I'm not pr- feeling pressure about anything. Because I totally know I'm nullified to Kodesh Barbo. That's the inner, that's the real Mitzvah Shabbos, as we'll talk tonight in the Rambam class. There's a positive aspect of Shabbos and a negative aspect of Shabbos. What's the positive aspect? To feel that you're mamish, nullifying yourself before Hashem, and that brings you the greatest joy. So therefore, it's not enough just to keep the laws of Shabbos. 
to rest from doing external work, but you have to invest in the inner aspect and to take joy on the fact that you are guarding your thoughts and your heart by being completely dovuk to Hashem truly, which is the truest menucha completely. And in footnote you'd say, this explains certain halachas that go beyond not doing malacha and Shabbos. For example, proper speech. The Navi says you have to talk different on Shabbos and the rest of the week. Because speech is the tool of the mind. You say what's on your mind. And therefore you have to be careful not to be engaged in mundane act, uh, thoughts or really speech. You're thinking about your job and therefore you're talking about your job. Because then you are distracting your thoughts from the main avoda, which is to think of Amuna and the reality of Hashem and to cling to it. Even though in Halach it says, thinking about weekday activities is permitted, is permitted, but it's not perfection. Midas chasidus, of those who serve Hashem and love Hashem, won't think about anything of the weekday, but to feel mamish. That what? Everything is done. That's what Gmar says. You have to feel it's all done. There's nothing to even think about. I'm with Hashem. It's like being on that vacation with your spouse. And you could either have your cell phone with you and your computer and you're thinking about work the whole time. Or you say, I don't want to know about any of that. I just want to be with my spouse. Remember, the main part of a person is his thoughts. As the Baal Shem Tov says, where you're thinking, that's where you are. And if a person is thinking about physicality without Hashem and separation. So they throw him out of Gan Eden because that's the place where you see clearly reality of Hashem. The Gan Eden is a place where it's all Hashem and nothing else. And if you come in with other thoughts, then automatically you're not in Gan Eden. It's not like we have to throw you out. You're throwing yourself out. So when a person thinks about Hashem and Dvekus and Bito, that's when you enter Gan Eden and you live a life of love, peace, and success. So that's why, although we talk a lot about, well, I'm not working on Shabbos, I'm not physically doing a malacha, but if you're, you know, you're talking about things that have nothing to do with Hashem, nothing to do with spirituality. Now, there's many things that can be. For example, you know, talking to your children. That's important. You have to give, pay attention to your family, a time to be together. But while you're doing that, you're thinking of the blessings that Hashem has given you. So Hashem is always with you at the table. You're always thinking, how can I get close to Hashem? And you can get close to Hashem by loving Hashem. Say, Look at my wonderful children. Look at my wonderful spouse. Look at my wonderful friends. You could be at a kiddish and be davuk to Hashem. Say, look, look, Hashem is blessing with such a wonderful community. Hashem, I love you so much more. Etc. Etc. This is what the Shabbos is really about, and that's the taste of Gan Eden. And now, in, in subpoint Tess, he says, "Hashpos Hashabbos Akol The um, the impact of Shabbos hits the whole week. When this great light illuminates on Shabbos, and this power is given to the Jewish souls to comprehend the unity of Hashem and to cleave to Him and to be nullified for Him, then all you feel is Shabbos. But 
this light of Shabbos, which is the revelation of the divine unity and light of Hashem, it's a constant light. It's not a light that comes and goes. That really is what a person should be serving Hashem with every day of his life, to be searching for the Shechina, to recognize and to know Hashem and to cling to Him and to reveal Hashem in this world. But how can you do it? The power to see. Where, where do you get the glasses? Let's say you have trouble reading. Well, you got to go to the store that sells you the glasses. Once you have the glasses, you can see. What's the? Where can you buy? Where can you get the glasses of how to see the world properly? That's my job all year, week long, but where do I get the glasses? You get them on Shabbos. And through Shabbos, you merit to cling to Hashem constantly, even during the week. Because now the light of Shabbos that you have on Shabbos can become your glasses, your lenses, to live a life of Dveikus even during the other six days of the week. Because from the Holy Shabbos, all the days are blessed. They're blessed in so many ways. All your parnasa comes from Shabbos. Everything comes from Shabbos. But the main thing you want is you're feeling close to Hashem. The revelation of the light of Hashem is with you. Wherever, Navi says, wherever Hashem is, there's power and joy. So if on Shabbos you're feeling this power and joy, then of course you can take it with you. And now into the week, you can see the world. It's a little bit harder, of course. It's more challenging. Because, you know, where you get the glasses is one thing. But you got to make sure that the glasses don't get knocked off. And you don't make the glasses dirty. Get a new pair of glasses is perfect. I was having a last, for the last couple of years, I had trouble with my eyes. I wasn't able to focus at night on certain things. A little double vision, nothing serious, God forbid. But something that needed very special lenses. And until I got those special lenses, I had trouble. Now I have the special lenses, Baruch Hashem. But if I'm going to get them very dirty, or I'll take them off, then I'm going to have trouble seeing again. So Shabbos is where you get that beautiful lens of how to see things, and now you can continue that view all the time. In footnote Yudches, in a PS, he says, he says that, the days of the of the days of the week, they receive from the Shabbos this holy spirituality, the Shefa Ruchani and Gashmi, but still in all, it also they also prepare for Shabbos. Because the effort that a person makes to serve Hashem, that you're working all week, and now it gets revealed through the pleasure of Shabbos. Because remember what's happening. You just don't fall into Shabbos. It's got to be preparations for Shabbos. On Shabbos, the Shabbos collects all the parts that a person works on during the week. And by his work, trying to appreciate the Shabbos during the week, he gets a concomitant light and delight. And based on the effort and how much you're desiring to um, access the power of Shabbos, that's how much you get. As Gemara says, he who works on Erev Shabbos, We'll eat on air, we'll eat on Shabbos. And when does that happen during the way? It happens with Davening. Every day, before your avoda of that day, a person merits to have a little bit of Hashem's revelation during prayer. And that's the Shabbos. Shabbos is like a long prayer regarding the avoda during the whole week. Because all the effort of the whole week, in other words, we will see in the future chapters. You just don't fall into Shabbos, as I said. You gotta work on it, you gotta try harder. What am I going to do to make this Shabbos a great Shabbos? How am I trying to see Hashem in this world? We'll discuss this in great detail. 
But based on the effort you make, that's how much you will access. And therefore, the Shabbos is, needs preparation as much as it also gives this glasses, but you got to make the effort to buy the glasses. You got to go and save the money to buy the glasses. Well, what has to be happened? And then he continues, because once you get this on Shabbos, and even though during the weekdays, there appears to be nature, you can never forget that Shabbos and the light. And to remember the inner truth that there is nothing else but Hashem, and to bring this truth into the days of the week, and to conduct ourselves based on that in the week, and to live a true life, a life of Amuna and Vekus, and then you'll merit to get this acquisition of truth, this eternal covenant. And that's why in Simon and footnote Yutes, he says Sadikim are called Shabbos. Like the Zohar says, the nefesh, the Talmud Chacham, is Kri Shabbos, because Tzadikim live with the light of Shabbos. A tzaddik is Shabbos, because they've now hit that level of Shabbos. Okay, and that's what we try to aspire towards. Then we may not be Tzadikim, that's why we try to hang around Tzadikim, because the glow of Shabbos was with the Tzadikim all the time. And that's what we mentioned, that... Uh, story with the Baal Shem Tov, where one time he saw Chilul Shabbos in his little village and he was wondering what would Hashem, what did he do that he would have to suffer to see someone be Machal Shabbos. He introspects on his ways and he says, I remember a long time ago, I once saw that a Talmud Chacham, a Tzaddik, was insulted and I didn't stick up for his honor. And since a Tzaddik is an aspect of Shabbos, so in that way, since I didn't stick up for a Shabbos, it's akin to I was Mechal Shabbos. I, I, des- I, I made mundane the Tzaddik by not sticking up for me. The Tzaddik is Shabbos. So now Hashem had me see Chilol Shabbos. A Tzaddik is a walking Shabbos. Shabbos is in time. The Tzaddik is a human expression of Shabbos. Why? Because he sees the world through the right lens. He sees the, the energies of Hashem in everything that are in the world. And that was why the tzaddik is called Shabbos. And therefore we'll see that you have to prepare. You have to prepare. And starting on Wednesday, that's what we start at the end of the Shir Shalyom today. We start talking about Luchun Aranana. We start getting ready to Shabbos. Now is the day, Yom Revi'i, Yom Chamishi, and Yom Shishi are days to prepare that I'm really getting pumped to be able to mavatl myself to Hashem and I organize my whole schedule on all levels of existence, that I can achieve this goal. And then on Shabbos, I try hard to get it. And then you walk out of the Shabbos with that energy that now can flow into the next three days of the week. And that's the cycle, which we'll learn in much more detail in upcoming chapters. So Yud is the Sikum, is the conclusion. Liz Sikum, to conclude. B'Shabbos Kodesh, Hashem reveals the light, and therefore we nullify all the coverings and the Shekhinah is elevated and the Jewish souls are able to capture and integrate this truth. We get elevated in faith and in Tveikus and nullification to Hashem. And that gives us a delight with Hashem. With, as we say in the, in, in the Mincha, Menuchas Shalom Ve'emes, Menuchas Shalom Ve'shalva, a rest of truth a true rest, and it really is emuna, 
And this light will influence the days of the week that will give us success in a way that is much more true. Now, all this will be uh, elaborated much more in the second gate. We've just touched on some of the brief points over here. But the main idea is like this. We live six days during the week. Now, there's a lot of things that are blocking the realities. And therefore, let us say, for example, and this would be a continuation of last night's Parsha class, and we'll focus that on tonight's Rambam class. It all connects. You have certain interactions during the week. What if somebody does something and that really bothers you? And you didn't necessarily, weren't enjoying that moment. Now, why is that happening? Because you're missing some of the Enod Milvado. So if you're missing some of the Enod Milvado, part of Shabbos is to review your activities. Really, Arab Shabbos would be better, but at least on Shabbos. You know, during the week, you don't have time. You know, you have to react immediately. You don't have time to think always. And sometimes you just respond in a way. Somebody asks something to you that's, you know, really not fair, not proper, and you're getting annoyed by it. And the truth is you should never be annoyed by certain things. You should say, this is HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and it's nothing else. And you should be responding to Simcha. But it doesn't always happen because there's a lot of klipos around. So on Shabbos, Hashem says, so let's, uh, let's recap, let's review. Let's go through this. And what was it? What do we think it was on Tuesday? But what is it really now that we're on Shabbos? Just like Hashem created six days and he said, what was missing? What was missing in the world? Was missing Shabbos. But what's missing? What do you mean what's missing? Hashem didn't do anything on Shabbos. The answer is Shabbos, Hashem sends the energies. The first six days, every time Hashem spoke, he was concealing his reality more and more and more and more and more. And Hashem says a world of Hashem's concealed reality, there's no purpose in such a world. So what are we missing? Menucha. Bo Shabbos, bo Menucha. But what's Menucha? What's tranquility? It's a tranquility of the outside that's reflected on a tranquility of the inside. Where the light of Hashem comes into our world, and now we say, now let me look back on the last week, where if that light was there, how much better my life would be. And also to take pleasures in the times you responded properly. And then when the new week comes, there'll be more of those challenges. And this time I will have figured out to do it in a way that's proper and without any mistakes. And that's why Shabbos Shid Beisaf also is from Toshuv, to do tshuva. Because that's all the deeper. Tshuva means returning back to the source. Not just the source of Hashem, but the source of all reality. When you turn back to the source, everything's from Hashem and Enod Melvado, then you understand there's a different way to do things. And it's a different pleasure. And that's such a pleasure. It's such a pleasure when you live through a situation that until now was frustrating you, and now you're laughing and smiling, and you're feeling so close to Kodesh Baruch and saying, what an opportunity for me to bring the Shekhinah where everybody else will react in a negative way, and I react in a positive way, and that person going to say, that's God. And we see Hashem Yisbarach in that. And with this, we end the Mavalah Sefer, the introduction to the Sefer, called, which is called Noam Shabbos. Mr. Hashem, tomorrow, we'll continue with the Psicha, another opening into the Sefer, which is Eich Zochim Lahargish Ezor Shabbos. How do we merit 
to feel the light of Shabbos. That becomes the next topic. Okay, shkayach